Welcome to Live With Joy, a podcast created to inspire our listeners to find their life's passion, release their greatest potential while living their lives with joy. I am so, so excited, like more than anybody could even imagine to have the guest that we have today. As many of you know, my son is a health and wellness coach. And uh, he is going to introduce our guest today. So, Michael, I'm going to turn this over to you right up front and ask you to share with people who we're so excited to interview today. Well, we have two rock stars on on the uh, Live With Joy podcast today. Super excited to be a part of this um, and talk with Ashley and Marsha, two rock star mamas and teachers and ladies who are showing up and inspiring um, other women around them, other women and men around them, because uh, they definitely inspire me all the time. Um, they are absolutely kicking butt on the fitness journeys. They are building businesses for themselves and their families. And uh, yeah, like I said, they're just inspiring the world around them. So I'm very excited to, to know them. I'm, I'm blessed to know them and I'm glad our paths have crossed and I'm glad to get to dive into this conversation today. So what should we do now? Oh, we're going to dive right in with the question. So I have a long list of questions, but we're going to move right through these uh, so that we can get the most in for our time today. Um, so I'm going to ask both of you this question. First of all, Ashley, if Ashley Hunt, okay, I always have to ask, Ashley Huntley, because always in your, on your Facebook, you were Ashley Sparks Huntley. So I always have to think about this and Marsha Sparks, right? I get this right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you both this question. Who were you prior to your journey uh, with Beachbody with, as a health and fitness coach? Who were you prior to the journey? What was your mindset and what made you decide to start this journey? Anybody can jump in. You want to start, yeah. Ashley? Yeah, I'll start. Thanks for having us on here today, Joy. Um, so before I started my journey with Beachbody and with health and fitness, I was a lot like anybody else. I was a mom to a one-year-old adorable little monster who never slept through the night. I was a wife to a police officer who was really, you know, struggling with the pressure that that, that took. I was a teacher um, who was shaping young minds and just trying to show up and do my best. But the, the reason that really... Um, began my journey was that I didn't know who I was aside from all that. I didn't know who I was outside of mom, wife, and teacher. And so I never had to think about that before, before having my son. I never had to, had to worry about who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. And so in having him and kind of the buildup that comes with being a mom and a wife and a teacher, it, it made me reflect on what I was really doing and who I was. And so I saw actually an inspiring um, girl through a pregnancy group on Instagram who had been just figuring all that out. She had been finding who she was through this program that she was doing for her own health journey. And I thought, well, maybe that's the answer. Can't hurt to try. And so I actually started in the most imperfect ways ever. I didn't think that I could afford the programs that Beachbody had to offer. So. I met up with some creepy person in a parking lot and got some bootleg copies. I, um, I, I did everything that you weren't supposed to. I borrowed my portion containers because I didn't think that they were gonna be something that really could work out for me. So I was just gonna dip my toe in and give it a try. But when I took a chance on myself and when I really took that opportunity to discover who I was in that first 21 days, I never looked back. And I never stopped investing in my own worth and my own value. That's amazing. Marcia, tell us your story. Oh, geez. Um, I was a mom, a mama, a wife, a teen mom, a volunteer, you name it. I did all the things for all the people all the time. And uh, did I mention I was in my 50s when I was doing all this? So um I never, I was always the type of person who always put everybody else first. It was never about me. It was always about everybody else. I was a caregiver. Um, I, everything kind of came to a brunt when I had to start taking care of my parents. So I, I was a caregiver to my dad first who had COPD. 
Um, he passed and then it was all on me to take care of my mom who eventually ended up um, with Alzheimer's. Um, she lived with us for five years. So my world kind of ended and uh, took care of her. And then from there, I just was a mess. I was tired. I was ran down. I was living my life day in, day out, just one foot in front of the other, just keep going. And then one day, gosh, I didn't think the tears would start so early. <laughs> one day, <laughs> I just... about your mom. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I left, I went to Virginia to visit Ashley. And I walked in, I wasn't in the door five minutes, and she's like, Mom, I've been doing this program, and I want you to do one with me. I'm like, oh, great. She, now she's going to talk about fitness. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the it just happened to be a Sunday. So in this existing program, it was yoga day. I had already gone to a fitness class at a gym I was going to here, like more to just to have fun and socialize a little bit. And uh, I had sit through a, a yoga class and I couldn't do anything but laugh the entire time because of the movements and the names. And I mean, I thought I was going to get kicked out. It was that bad. I just kept, it was like a nervous laugh, but I couldn't stop. So anyway, long story, I'll make it shorter. We, uh, I did it. We laughed some and I was like, that wasn't too bad. You know, and it was quick. It was just 30 minutes. And, um, but the real game changer was she had introduced me to the uh, portion control cups and uh, it changed my whole, I was not ever, I thought I was eating well, but I wasn't eating right. If that makes sense. I wasn't eating the right amount. I wasn't eating the right items and uh, the first week I was I was there for a week and in that week I, I lost seven pounds I did wow. the exercise every day I did the food thing with her and before I even left to come home I ordered that product and it was waiting on me when I got home so that was kind of the beginning of the beginning and that's how you how did you run or how did Michael become your coach well Mike and I had met through um a mutual friend and uh, we we just happened to be attending his wedding and we had talked off and on but nothing you know real close we weren't that close but he we were talking and actually joy he told me about you and um your um his aunt his grandmother and stuff that were trying you know to lose weight they we were about the same ages and stuff and i said well i'm doing this thing called beach body and he, his, uh, I mean, it scared me. His eyes just like was really big. And he said, I'm coming to your room right now. We were at a hotel. So he, he was at my door. Not, 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 Joe goes, there we go. And <laughs> that's my husband. And uh, by the time he had left, I called Ashley as soon as he left. I go, you are not going to believe this. You need to forget about that girl you've been talking to because I've got a group for us. You're going to love Mike. You're going to love the energy. And then I connected Ashley with Mike. Oh, that's beautiful. That is such a beautiful story. I remember that. Yeah. Story. Wow. So once you started in with coaching, um, let me ask this question. What changed in your life um, after, like, after you made the commitment? What, what changed for you two? I think for me, um, I wanted to be a leader in this business right away. I remember speaking to Mike, um, we were on vacation with our family in the Outer Banks and I said, we had had, the way the groups were set up before is there were like teams within the big team. And I said, I wanna lead a team. And he went, oh, okay. <laughs> I said, no, really, I think I can do this. And I, I want to prove to myself that I can do this. I don't know if anybody follows Enneagram stuff, but I'm an eight, I am a challenger, I am a go-getter, that is who I am. And so I decided that I wanted to lead my first challenge group with my own team. I didn't wanna have, I wanted the support of the bigger group, but I didn't want to have to depend on the bigger group for my beginning. And so um, with that, and always kind of taking that lead stance from the start, I just always took this really seriously and made it about um, how many women I could help who had been just like me and how many people I could pull out of that identity crisis 
and, and find their way and how many moms that I could have working out with their kids and, and being able to be that light and that strength and show their kids that, you know, so much, that so much of strength comes from within and, and making the decisions to say me too, and not just, you know, let everybody else have their, have their moments in the day. And so for me, coaching led me to being more of an advocate for myself and an advocate for other people who may not usually speak up and, and go for their own goals and journeys. Thank you for sharing that. What about you, Marsha? Well, for me, it was a lot different. Um, I am, again, I, I'm the supporter. I'm the one who takes care of people. And I knew this would be perfect for Ashley. And I wanted to convince her to go for it. Um, I had a lot of conversations with Mike, a lot of conversations with Ashley. I drove her to Lexington to make this happen. Um, and I even said, I will cover some costs for you. Just go after this and let's do this. I will help you in any way I can. I'll support you. I'm not really going to be a coach coach because I just want to help you. I want to further you along the way. So that's how it started for me. Um, I signed up to support Ashley and uh, to be someone that could be there for her. And then as I started changing, I, my ideals started changing about what I had to offer as far as helping other people my age. Um, just my main drive was showing people just, just if nothing else happened, just the amount of energy that you can gain from being an older woman or man who puts movement into their life and becomes a mover, you know, and, and goes. It, it, and I say this all the time and everybody's like, yeah, right. But I, the money was never and never, and still isn't, has never been a thing for me. It's not about, because if it was, <laughs> Well, that's another topic, but it's, it's more of a drive for me just to help other people and to get people moving and to see their possibilities. So that's where I came from. I want to um, rewind it back a little bit. We, we jumped into like the start and even a little bit down the road of the, the coaching journey, but I want to go back to before um, and ask, so how long were you curious about becoming a coach? Both of you, how long were you curious about becoming a coach? What obstacles were in the way? Um, what doubt, what resistance? Uh, because I think that's something that a lot of people experience, you know, and, and some of them choose to give it a shot and give it a try. But I think a lot of people let the, the doubt or whatever resistance is in their way. I think they let them, let it keep them from jumping in on this. So I just want to hear what, what that was like for you guys. I wanted to do this from the start. I really did. I knew that I had had success on my own personal health journey and I wanted to help other people have success. But what was really the back and forth for me, and it was, it's so much deeper than I, cause I could easily say the money, right? I could say that the money was, was a hard thing for me and, and putting that initial investment in. And I think I even told Mike, that it was the money a couple times, but because I told him a couple times I was ready and then I backed out. Um, but really for me, it was such a deeper conversation with my spouse and having that courage to stand up for my own needs and for my own vision and for my own goals with it. That was a big obstacle for me. And as soon as I brought him into that conversation after I overthought about it for a long time, he was ready to cheer me on as a champion. And he was ready to be there to support me. But I was so worried about if he thought I could do this, that I didn't bring him into the conversation and make it fair. So before I joined, um, you know, Brian and I had a good conversation about what this would look like and what goals that I had for our business. And we even set little timelines to make sure that I was holding myself accountable to this big decision for my family, because it does take you away a little bit. It's on your own time. It's freedom, but it takes you away a little bit from those around you. So you need that buy-in, you need that support. And, um, 
you know, and, and we set some, some ground rules for, you know, what we were willing to, um, invest time-wise in it and it not taking away from the big picture, which is, you know, being able to enjoy time together as a family, as a police family, it's really hard <laughs> when we have him, we need to really hold on to him and make things happen. Um, but I think the biggest obstacle was, um, just, I had put this business into a box and kept it just for myself and all those worries and all those stressors. I was, I was worried about it just as myself, but the moment that I brought him into the conversation, it, it opened everything up for me. And it really has just, you know, flourished since right now he's caring for our two boys so that I have this wonderful opportunity and being okay to say, all right, this important team meeting that I have every Sunday, it's like a business meeting. It's, it's for real, you know, and, and having those conversations with him has been a big um, game changer for my business. That's awesome. I can remember whenever that shift happened, like whenever it went from you keeping the business and everything in a box on your own to inviting him in. And I remember like you telling me, he's excited, like he's excited about this and how much excitement that brought you. Uh, that he was excited and wanted to support you in this because I know he was a little skeptical at first. Um, right. I, can I can remember that and how how much that meant to you. So it's cool to hear you reflect back on it. Uh, Marsha, what was the, like, when was that switch for you? You know, I know you said initially it was just, hey, I want to support you, Ashley. I want to cheer you on in this. But I know there was a switch there for you too, where you went from, hey, I want to be a cheerleader for you to, hey, I want to, I want to do this for me too. Yeah, I think for me, Mike, it was, again, I'm always wanting to cheer on everybody else. So for me, it was just getting out of my own way. Like for me, it was trying, and I still have, I still have, you know, I'm nervous. I get nervous. I still have doubts. I still think I'm not good enough. Um, but for me, it was just a thing of realizing that you can push through those doubts, you can push through that fear, and you can get to the other side. Um, I, I learn every day different ways to do that. But I think the biggest thing is just, <laughs> I get joy out of watching other people's results. Yes. Other people's, I love hearing the words, you inspire me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I want to jerk them by the tail and say, don't let me inspire you. Get up and do, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's just, you know, for me, it was just finally getting to the place of feeling a little more confident, um, watching Ashley grow, watching Mike and Joy and everybody kind of grow and having the team presence of being around other people who are trying to do the same thing that I was doing. Because there's nothing, if you don't have that support of a good team, then you're not doing it right. You've got to be in a support of a good team that, that pushes you along. So I think the and pushing I, is what shifted me a lot. <laughs> and I want to make sure that she acknowledges, because I know a big part of her journey as well has been consistency with personal development and the, the time that she has invested in learning and reading and listening and soaking it all in and being a part of the conversation, even if she didn't always feel like she was ready to be a part of the conversation, we knew she was, and she had the courage to step into it and, and listen and hear from those around her and learn and just put that into her life. I started to see a big shift in my parents' marriage because she finally told my dad, like, I love you. We're retired. Like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to go live and I'm going to go explore and I'm going to go be this person who, you know, shows up every day and she's pulled him into that kind of a lifestyle too. And I'm so thankful for that because at 65 and 63, they're living rather than waiting to die. And, and I think that that is so important for her to have that platform because that's not something... I can say to people who are older, you know, and so she has this very important voice yeah. and energy to bring to the table. I want to say something. Oh, look at her. <laughs> it's okay, Martha. Oh my gosh, this is blessing me so much. Um, so first of all, I'm a three on the Enneagram 
And I think that I think it's really important for each of us to understand a little bit about our personalities because we can really get stuck in our heads, uh, you know, thinking I'm not good enough as a three, I'm an achiever. And so it's my goal to, to achieve. And, if, and it's important that when I do achieve that you're pleased with the outcome that I have produced well, not just for my sake, but that you're pleased with what I have produced. And so I can get easily stuck there that it's never good enough, that it's never good enough. And I want to say something to you, Marcia, about uh, when someone says to you that you inspire them. Uh, early on in when I joined, um, I said, Michael, I don't want somebody. I said, uh, depression, because that's what I was struggling with, um, is like a prison. And I feel like everybody is on the outside of that prison and saying, you should you know, you should get up, you should fight for yourself, you should, or, you know, you can cheerlead all you want from outside of the cage. But I just wish somebody would come inside and put their arm around me and help me find the courage because I just don't have the courage right now to stand up and fight for myself. And so seeing you two, um, as a mother and daughter, and of course my son here, what a blessing we have as mothers to have our children to come inside and to stand, you know, be patient with us and never give up. Because as a three, that's another thing. It's like, if I don't perform, they're gonna give up on me, they're gonna quit on me, and, they're, and I'll be left behind, and oh Lord, threes don't like to be left behind. <laughs> and so, to know that my son was like, mom, I will never, give up on you. I told my husband, I said, we better get on the stick, <laughs> you know, uh, because this is a gift that God has given us. And how dare us look at a gift that God's got right here in our home and not accept that gift and to, you know, just to say, no, thank you. You know, I'm not interested. No, thank you. And so that is the one thing that you know, I'm consciously aware of is that I have a gift right here in my life. God has given me the son who is an amazing encourager, one of the most amazing encouragers I've ever had in my life or knowing everybody says he's one of the most amazing encouragers, but what a gift. So Marsha, what a gift, what a gift you are. And I just want to tell you that as a 50 year old woman, I receive from you like, I, I always look to those who are older, who live life longer than I have, and say, what do you have to say to me? Because you are, you're ahead of me, and you need, and I need to hear what you've got to say. I respect that. And so I just want to encourage you that there's a lot of people like me that need that encouragement from someone like you. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, this is a mess. No. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a Zoom call where we haven't, the three of us women anyway, have not cried at least oh, once. <laughs> this is what's so amazing about all this because we all knew early on that we had a dynamic, there, there was a family feel like you yeah. could Zoom call, but whenever you finally got to see each other face to face, it was just like amazing love for in, one another. Well, and, and Joy, I was going to add to that. There's something to be said for that because you can know somebody your entire life and never have this kind of connection. Yeah. And yeah. so that in and of itself changed my life. Yeah. You know, it's brought people from all over the world into my life. Yeah. How can you, how can you naysay something like that? You can't. Uh, and I think you can't touch that kind of power. I think this is the kind of power that people are, are longing for, you know, in their lives yeah. that, that really yeah. initiate change. You know, the, the title of the show is Live With Joy. You know, how do we learn to live life with joy? Well, I mean, tapping into the deep things and uh, having that powerhouse team around you when you're struggling, that, that is huge and just a, such a gift. So, my question to you girls is uh, one of the challenges, and this is one of the most valuable challenges I think uh, that Beachbody has ever put out is uh, the three, the three things, you know, to, um, oh, now I'm getting all tripped up over myself to, um, 
personal development, be a product of the product. And what was the third one? Share. And share. <laughs> but I want to also tap into one of the things that we've all learned is your powerful why. And so uh -huh. how has how has those components of what you've learned changed not only your life, but do you integrate? I'm sure, I'm sure you integrate it into your coaching, but how did that change your life? Well, for me, I'll go first this time since Ashley always steals the show. No, <laughs> I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. Um, for me, I, when you, the question about whys are so interesting to me because I looked back at my very first original why. My first why, let's face it, for most people when it comes to health and fitness is to lose weight, to feel better, you know, very shallow kind of, I look at them now as kind of shallow, but whatever it takes to get you going, right? So um, for me at the time, and mine was a little deeper than that because mine was more about health. Mine was more about feeling good enough to get past the stage, you know, with, with my mom having Alzheimer's was a very big, you know, pinpoint for me. I wanted to challenge my mind more. I wanted to challenge my body more. I wanted to be stronger. I wanted to have more energy. I wanted to live for my grandchildren. I wanted to be here for my grandchildren. So for me, that, that has been my force for the entire time. And um, things come, things go, things change, but that has been, that's what's ever present in my mind is living. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wrote something down cause I didn't wanna forget it. And now where is it at? Um, my very first summit that I went to. Yeah. Um, Summit is a convention for those of you who don't know. It's basically our convention that we go to once a year. And at our very first one, I heard a quote that totally rocked my world and it still has to this day. And um, I can't think of a better thing to leave with everybody if this is the last thing I say. It was by Darren Hardy. And uh, the quote is, let me not be dead while I'm still alive. Mm -hmm. And I have it plastered. That's something that I just strive to just keep pushing forward and keep going. And when it's God's time, it'll be God's time. I can't control that, but I can control what I'm doing right now. That's a good word right there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that before you started this journey, there was elements of your life where you felt dead? That you I was just exhausted. <laughs> Yeah, I was just exhausted, you know, from everything that I had went through taking care of mom, especially. Um, and I needed something to lift me up. And, you know, just my Bible readings, just my prayers, just my, that it wasn't something I had done for so long. It wasn't boosting me the way it needed to be boosting me. Um, I needed something else to kind of jolt me in the rear end to get me going. <laughs> and I think Beachbody became that. Yeah. Um, well, I don't, I know it ha it did, you know, and just like, again, what I said, the community, the support of others that really, really care. And, uh, just knowing that there's excitement again in my life, as opposed to sitting on the couch, complaining about what sports are not on or what TV show is not on. I can go read a good book or I can, you know, do my business or I can just reach out to some of my fellow coaches. So. It's been a very positive for me. Thank you. What about you, Ashley? I could never have imagined my why being what it is now. When I first started, it was much like mom was saying, I want to find myself. I would like to lose some of this weight. I've always been a runner. Why isn't it working now that I'm a mom? Like what's going on? I need to, I need, I need to figure out what is going on and who I am. And that was very broad. <laughs> and so through the growth and through the community and through learning through all the personal development that I was doing, I realized how much power I held to reach people where they were at and try to pull them a, just an inch further, 
just an inch beyond, you know? And so I began using the, cause I, let me go back a little. When you first start out in any network marketing, I feel like you've got a couple choices here, right? You can follow along with the great examples that the, that the company provides you. You can follow along with your team or you can kind of go your own way or you can blend and do a little mix of everything. I had been focused so much on what the company was presenting me that I was forgetting the things that I could offer to people. Good. And so when I started to really, I was driving home from my first leadership summit from Nashville, nine hours, lots of time, <laughs> listening, to a, <laughs> listening to a book and it was about this girl who made her dreams come true over cheap champagne in her cruddy, you know, one bedroom studio apartment. And I thought, oh my gosh. And now look at her. She's inspiring so many people because she's being her and not trying to figure out what everybody else wants her to be. So for me, that's when Mommy Drinks Merlot <laughs> came into play because it's all about those drinkable moments in life <laughs> and how, you know, being a mom is hard and rewarding and messy and beautiful. And there are so many women who want to just be a part of something bigger than being a mom, you know, and always just having that one little thing about them being the driving force of the rest of their life. And so my why became how can I take my voice and pull these women closer to finding who they were meant to be and who they were meant to be around. And so in our team, just over the past year, we have survived together through loss of a parent, through surgeries, through really scary personal health issues that have come up. We've survived deployment, sickness of children, loss of pets. Like we've had all this happen together. And, you know, at least once a day within our group threads and our group feeds, you're hearing, I just love you guys so much. And I don't know what I'd be if I wasn't right here, you know, right now. And this isn't our entire world, but it shapes everything else. Yeah. And so I don't know if I even answered your question, no. but I feel like it's, answer, Mama. That was pretty good it's so much bigger than just the weight loss. That's like this beautiful side effect, you know, and, and the rest is just life-changing. So speaking of weight loss, if you want to <laughs> tell me what changes have you noticed in your body, in your health and fitness, it could be test results, you know, blood test, cholesterol before, cholesterol now, weight loss, you know, whatever. What changes have you noticed in your health and wellness since the beginning? Ashley? Well, I think she's pointing to me. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know about test results. I don't know about medical stuff. I know how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel really good. Um, I feel better now than I did 10 years ago. Um, so that says a lot when you're 63, I think. Yeah. Um, I know I had high blood pressure. I don't anymore. I know my thyroid was a major issue. It's not anymore. Um, I know I had low energy. I now have more energy than I had 10 years ago. Um, I know that I didn't have a lot of a a drive for any one thing and I had kind of lost that to the wayside. I have that now. Um, so I guess for me, it's just a lot of just inward. I know I'm stronger than I used to be. So for me, that has been the one biggest thing that, and again, I know I keep saying community, but that, and again, but gaining all the new people into my life. Um, even the people we don't hear from anymore. I was thinking earlier today, <clears throat> there are so many that started before us that have fallen off or that we don't see anymore that had such an impact on us mm -hmm. and I miss them, yeah. you know, but, but everybody has their own life and um, I'm blessed that they were in part of mine for at least yeah. a little while. So yeah, that's been my biggest changes. What about you, Ashley? I think for me, obviously the weight loss. Um, Your turn, actually. Yeah. 
been blessed to um oh, been blessed. frozen oh can you guys hear me now i can hear you just fine okay so i i mean 65 pounds of weight loss doesn't suck like that's amazing right that is. two babies gotten me through two really well one really active pregnancy one postpartum journey beforehand but <laughs> nobody's gonna like to hear this um my labor and delivery time because i was active up until like the day i had a baby three hours no drugs you know i mean i'm sorry but i think this has you know an impact on that i think the way that you're moving your body and loving your body and fueling your body makes everything else work and when you're working that temple then you're able to appreciate all the amazing things that you're doing in your life and all the things that it can do for you. You know, jumping on the trampoline with your kids and having a plank competition. And I'm watching my boys, you know, um, hanging from tree branches and having me count. And our big thing is, is it doesn't matter what our friends are doing for their camp, but we got to beat our best, you know, and we're, we're making those strides in our conversations because it's about health and it's not about, the weight loss. It's not about being the, sh the quote unquote strongest or heaviest lifter in the room, you know? And I think growing up, I never thought that I could be that. And so that's really cool because I'm tapping into this inner athlete that I never even knew existed. I'm not a super competitive person when it comes to sports. So for me, I was on teams, but I was on teams okay. where you were in an individual. Like, I was on the swim team where I was swimming my own race, but I was a part of a group. I was running my own cross country race, but I was a part of a group. So it was always just me against me. And it's kind of fun to be in these programs with these trainers and them say, okay, I want you to track everything and you've got to go for it. You've got to push harder. This is, nobody's going to do this for you. This is you, this is your time, you know? And I don't know how many times we've been in the middle of a workout and, you know, somebody on our team is just like, oh my gosh, I just started crying because the trainer said, you know, I mean, this is heavy stuff. It's really, it's, it's so powerful. And I think for me, being able to show up every day and push myself in that way has been really cool. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to ask you guys a question. Um, I love that quote, by the way. Marsha, uh, the uh, let me not be dead while I'm still alive. I, I got to tap back into that one real quick because I think a lot of people fall into that. You know, most people, I heard someone say, most people don't live a life. They live a day, uh, 365 days a year for as many years as they end up on this earth. You know, is, is that really a life? Just repeating the same day, the same process over and over the monotony. Uh, so it's it's really cool to hear you say that and that that has inspired you to to really create a life that you love and and to go and, and use it you know to use this time to to make a difference. Um, my question for you guys along the way, you know, we're talking about developing ourselves and then being a leader and um, and influencing the people around us. I think along the way with that there are going to be obstacles, there are going to be tough times. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. I think some of our biggest lessons learned usually come from some of the toughest times that we grow through. Uh, so I want to ask you guys um, along the way in your coaching journey, what has been your toughest moment and, uh, and what, did you, what did you learn from it? How did you grow? What did you take from that? <laughs> Come on. I like it. <laughs> I, I love you, Michael. Um, <laughs> I, again, what I said earlier, just for me, it's all about me getting out of my way. And every time I take a step to the side and I further myself a little bit, I'm like, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. And then I'll do it again because there's always something that comes up that I doubt myself or, ah, but I'm old. I can't do that, you know? And, and I want to add something here really quick. Um, I think if I had a message to any of the people that are my age or upper above middle age, I would say, just get out of the lie that you're telling yourself that you're too old 
or that you can't or that you don't have the energy. If you never try, you'll never have the energy, you'll never have the knowledge and you'll never be able to. So just stop telling yourself that and take that step to, I mean, I don't care if you sit and raise your legs up and down for five hours, you know, just art, do something and then share it with me. I want to hear about it. I want to know how you move today. That's what I do with a lot of the people that are my age. I'll be just like, just movement, some kind of movement. But that didn't really answer your question, except for to say that it's, for me, it's always a matter of me getting out of my way. I think you definitely, definitely answered it because I think for a lot of people, that's exactly what's holding them back. It's the thoughts that they're allowing to, to hold them down. You know, yeah. one thing that I've learned is that I've really got to question my thoughts, you know, because a lot of times, a lot of times my initial thought is something that's really old and, you know, and it, it was decided a long time ago and, and times have changed, you know. Uh, so, you know, we might have a fear that we acquired when, when we were five or 10, and now we're allowing mm -hmm. a, a five-year-old's fear to keep us from living, uh, you know, our adult lives. You know, do we really want a five-year-old steering the car? Probably not. Uh, so I think that definitely, I think that definitely answered the question. Um, and I think a lot of people will, will relate to that. Oh, honey, I argue with myself all the time. I've got, <laughs> I, it's great. Me too. My biggest thing stop is stop it. No, you stop it. <laughs> my biggest thing has been learning to ask myself, says who? Like when I have a thought, says who? You know, I, I shouldn't do that, says who? I can't do that, says who? I'm too old to do that, says who? Um, and and yeah, that really just allows me to to get some clarity on it. It's like, oh wait a second, do I want to keep that thought? Do I want to keep that belief or do I want to change it to something more empowering? What about you, Ash? For me, my biggest obstacle as a leader, personality type eight, is that I do not do group projects very well. I am the girl who will do everything and I will push hard, 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 and then I will gas out and wonder why nobody helped me. Um, so for me as a leader, my biggest thing has been looking at how my first thought doesn't need to be my final thought. I heard that a couple weeks ago and it really stuck with me. My first instinct to take the lead and do all the things and, you know, be the face of everything doesn't have to be the final and most important thing that I think. And so I've been working on some delegation. <laughs> it's a growth process. It's a deal for an eight. It is. It is, it's really hard. And so just knowing that the people that I have been blessed to lead and that have chosen me to be their leader and support deserve the opportunity to shine and to put their own gifts and flair on it. So my biggest obstacle and my biggest growth has been in trusting and knowing that the delegation can bring apart so many more beautiful things yeah. than me just charging forward on my own, you know, and just trying to do it all on my own. And so, um, and really how knowing that when I'm giving somebody else that opportunity, like, wow, what an amazing feeling for them to be able to, to try something else and to get uncomfortable or to, to showcase something that they're really talented in. And so that's what I've been trying to work on. What do you might do, Ashley? Oh, I'm sorry, Joy. I just wanted to say, as far as Ashley as our leader, I think doing that um, has opened you up to doing other things that you've been wanting to do, to learning other things in other ways. So letting go a little bit is allowing you to grow. What do you girls love the most about your team? I think the thing that I love the most about my team, and I reflect on it often when I'm seeing us, those little squares on the Zoom call, especially since we haven't been able to lean on each other in person recently, is just all these people who never would have ever connected are right here. How cool is that? You know, and they're sharing and they're growing and they're vulnerable and they're real and they're here for it. Like, they're not always here for it in the same ways. We've got our quiet warriors. We've got our boisterous, you know, bouncy balls of energy. We've got all these different people, but the mission is always the same. And they're ready to pull up whoever, whenever, 
because that's what we do. And I just, I love that about our team. There's not one kind of person, but everybody goes together really nicely. And I think that, go ahead, Marcia. No, I was just gonna say, I think for me, it's a matter of everybody has a voice and I love hearing everybody's voices. And, um, and side note, I like that they all call me Mama Sparks and I'm good with that. <laughs> How important would you say that the team dynamic is? I mean, I've heard you say that, hey, we've helped each other through loss. We've helped, helped each other through deployment. Like for that person that's sitting out there and they're listening to this podcast and, you know, a lot of times people, you know, will come and listen to a podcast based upon a keyword and the keyword in this podcast is joy. And maybe someone's struggling with, with having joy in their life and they're realizing, wait a minute, you know, I'm listening to these people talk about health and fitness and how that really was a catalyst in turning things around in their life. But why do I need to do it with a team? You know, like, why is that so important? So what would you say team dynamics has to do with personal health and wellness? I think the team dynamic can pull you out of your slump because they get to know you so well on another level that they're able to see those trigger points and they're able to see where you're slipping back and you're hiding and you're doing it all on your own. And they're able to be there for you and get in that cage with you. You know, they're not... The people who are moving on with their life because it's just all about them. They know what a valuable community they're a part of. And they're looking around constantly to see who's walking beside them, in front of them, and behind them. And they're willing to pick anybody up along the way. I think um, one of the biggest things I've added to my um, conversations when I get started with a new coach over the last two years, and it's something that I... I found, because this is my second team, really. It's, I've, I had a team, and then a lot of those people, you know, decided for one reason or another to, to no longer, you know, pursue the business opportunity. And then now I have this other team that is a part of, you know, my journey. And when I started to bring this, this group in a couple years ago, one of the first things that I asked them, I said, what is your, um, what's your step-in point? When do I need to come to the rescue? When do I need to be that bigger voice in your head and step in and help you out? And for some people, they, they had a really hard time first, but the more they were talking through it, they said, well, when I retreat, when I'm no longer posting in the groups, that's when you know that I'm like, I'm, I'm going to that place and, and I'm just, I, I need to be pulled back out. For some people it was when um, I stop attending our weekly calls, because that means I'm not putting that as a priority anymore. When some people um, were answering, they said, when I stop posting my daily workout or I stop posting something on social media, you'll know that I'm overwhelmed and I just can't look at, I can't look at all that anymore in my life. And so finding that push point and identifying it early to know that we are human and we, we need help. And those are the ways that we step in. I know mom knows for me, well, I'm going to ask you, what do you think, when do you know that it's time for me? Like we've never had this conversation, but when do you know that I need help? Like, what's that point for me? Oh, honey, I can tell it in your voice, but I'm your mom. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> and I, I can tell when you get frustrated with things that are going on around you, it probably is, you know, I mean, there's so much more, but we don't have time for all of that. <laughs> <laughs> so reverse the rose, Marsha. What's your push point? What's, you ask Wait, her. Let's Ashley, what's Marsha's push point? I can hear it in her self-dialogue. And I know Mike has heard it before. He knows about that too. And I know it's something that she's working on and she's made huge strides, but because she'll talk her way through it. Um, for, for a lot of the time, mom has been telling herself those same things. You know, we all do. We all have that dialogue that we tell ourselves about what we're capable of, but you know, it's funny. The more conversations she had with Mike, the funnier our conversations got because she would say, so I just did this thing in this program and I know Mike is going to say that I shouldn't say that I can't do it, but, but Ashley, 
this man asked me to, you know, and she's describing this move and she's like, and I tried it and I, that's, I, I modified to make it work for me. But, you know, like, it's just, I can hear her talking her way through it um, as to where before that negative self-talk would really have paralyzed her and just kind of stopped her right there in the tracks. But she's pulled it, you know, pulled it through and is reflecting as she goes. And that's huge. And I think that that's why you need those people around you to check yourself. You know, you need those people who are going to hear those things and be like, but do you, you're okay. You've got this. Come on. What do you need? I'm here. Let's link, you know, let's make it work. Mom, what do you think about um, the team dynamic? Oh, it's key. It's, it's key because I think if, uh, if you can get out of your own way and open up enough to where you share you and you also become kind enough to where you help, and listen to others, then there's a bond that can never be, it can never be replaced. Okay, thank you girls for sharing all that. I have a question for each one of you. Ashley, what would you describe as Marsha's superpower? So I love this question, but I don't have like a superhero answer for you, but I will say that she has this amazing power of being everyone's champion. And it's not always in the big flashy ways, but she makes every single person that she ever talks to feel valued and feel loved and feel accepted. Mm -hmm. She has people from her entire lifespan that can tell you how she has made them feel. And that's huge. She is in everyone's corner, no matter what. And that's what I love so much about her. That's beautiful. That's a powerful superpower. Yeah, it is. Letting her go first. Okay. <laughs> All right, Marsha. Now it's your turn. What would you describe as Ashley's superpowers? She's compassionate. She cares about everybody deeply. She's passionate. She has a passion for anything she does. It does. It does. It doesn't matter if it's going to the park with the boys, or if it's something to do with the business. Um, I, t- I, uh, I laugh a lot. I'll say, you know, you are just, we are the same person, except years ago when she graduated from high school, I remember thinking she's my hero because she's the part of me that I never released. So I'm very proud of her. (laughs) I'm proud of what she has accomplished as a person, as a mother, as a leader. Um, I don't think there's anything she can't do. Mm. So I'll leave it at that. You know, I heard Lisa Nichols. uh, I don't know if you girls know who she is, but I really encourage you to to look her up. Lisa Nichols. Uh, I heard her say one time, she just lost 90 pounds and she's made millions. She's been on Oprah, Dr. Phil. She's, she's been on, she's very, very successful. But she said two things that really impacted my life. She said that uh, weight was her cloak. So she cloaked herself in weight because as a business person, she, she, all, she automatically walked in with a win. Now we think, how could that be a win to be, you know, a hundred pounds overweight? How could that be a win? And, and I'm speaking this because this really hit me. She says, when I go into a room and I'm slim and thin and beautiful, then that's what people noticed about me. And it was really, a, it bothered her, you know, and she didn't go into the history of why that bothered her. Maybe something had happened in her childhood, but so, but it triggered something in her. So she cloaked herself with weight so that she could walk into a room and that wouldn't be the problem. And then she said, but what was the turning point for her was that she realized um, that if I die like this, if something happens to me and I die like this, then the world would have never known the, the real me, you know, that I, and I would have never had the opportunity to share or to show them who I really am. And Marsha, when you were talking about that with your daughter, you know, of saying, hey, she has exceeded or she has, she shines in the areas that I know I have inside of me, you know, and for our listeners today, you know, um, 
it, the challenge is, is, you know, and I heard this and I say it a few times, if you listen to all my podcasts, you've heard it a few times, but, um, that the very first uh, conference I went with, I went to the CEO of Beachbody says, I give you, uh, I give you permission to be yourself 100% without apology. And I think that so many of us cloak ourselves with weight or with whatever, because we don't, we've never been told that. We've never been told, hey, you have permission to be yourself without apology. What does that even look like, you know? And so I think that it, deep inside of all of us, there is this desire to, to really just live and to shine and to be great and to affect the world positively and to make a difference. And so if you're listening to this podcast today, I really challenge you to, if you're sitting there alone and you are wondering, how, you know, like, gosh, that's me. That is me. In the, in the show notes of this podcast are going to be links for Marsha, going to be links for Ashley, for Mike and myself. And there's no need for you to continue to struggle alone. We are telling you that there are cheerleaders who will come inside of that cage, who will sit down beside you and put their arms around you and in, in, with a whole heart, listen to what you're saying and love on you. And at the same time, so let's do this together. You don't have to do it alone. Let's do it together. And then sometimes, you know, you can't depend on or you can't depend on them forever. You got to get up and do your own. You know? And so sometimes they're just going to give you a good old kick in the butt when you need a kick in the butt. But uh, I just want to thank you girls for being on this show today. We got about four minutes left. So Michael, did you have any other thoughts or questions you wanted to ask? Or do you girls have any last, last words? Everybody, um, I just, just want to thank you for having us. That it's been something I kind of dreaded and wanted to do at the same time, yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't too painful. <laughs> and thank you for being part of my life. Oh my gosh! Likewise. I'll I'll ask you guys this question. Uh, I think it's a fun one. If you could go back uh, to yourself, so before you started coaching or when you were a 20 year old or a 15 year old, at any point, if you could go back and give yourself advice, you know, or for someone who's listening, you know, and they're sitting there and they're, and they're not letting their light shine. They're not living out loud. They are just repeating the same day over and over again. What bit of advice would you go back and give you? Hmm. Don't wait. Don't just wait. do it. Don't wait. Just do it. That's good. What about you, Ash? That's a great question. That is a great question. I think that I would encourage them. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right. I think I would probably say find the champions in your life and go get your goals because you are not a tree and you do not have to stay stuck ever, ever, no matter how old or young you are, you do not have to stay put because someone has believed that it is the right thing to stay put. Right. Um, I will say even it's something that I didn't touch on, but I know people, um, you know, so many people in this business are doing other businesses, right? They're, they're in different professions and they're doing different things. This opportunity as a coach and this leadership that, that I've seen in myself actually like totally navigated me down a different path in my own career and education. And I'm dreaming so much bigger now in my career than I ever would have before because I gave myself that permission to see beyond being just anything, right? So don't let yourself get stuck, surround yourself with champions. That's awesome. Well, thank you. I know that we have been surrounded by champions. And we really appreciate you girls coming on to the show today. And once again, uh, for all the listeners that are out there, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I want to remind you that we, if you want to link up with Marsha and Ashley, they run monthly uh, challenge groups. They're lots of fun. There are lots of challenges in there and they keep it interesting. I know they keep it interesting. And so if you want to link up with them again, we'll put all of that in the show notes so that you can find that and connect with them. And I know that they would love to have you 
Michael was saying he's a health and fitness coach, uh, whoever, just reach out and, uh, and let's start that, that journey together. I think that's what makes it so much fun is this is how we find greater joy is we're doing it together and not alone. So again, thank you for joining us today and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us some feedback and even subscribe to this podcast. I promise to bring you guests that are living lives full of passion and joy, and my goal is to inspire you to do the same. I invite you to come along with me to continue to live with joy.